Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Good evening, After Buzzers. <laughs> We're here at the After Buzz TV studios discussing everything American Horror Story Season 4. I'm your host for the evening, David Scipolitti, joined by my beautiful panel, Sarah Huggins. Hello. Jillian Leff. Hi, guys. And Oriana Leo. Hi, everybody. We're doing tonight's episode 8, titled Bloodbath. Ooh. Ooh, very ominous. I think I need to get closer to my mic. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. Um... So everybody was a little up in arms with the title, I think, or jumped the gun a little bit about what the title was about, and I think everyone was expecting a little bit more death tonight. Well, in looking at Twitter before the show, Mm -hmm. I saw that Ryan Murphy and Sarah Paulson had a nice little conversation back and forth, and Sarah wanted Ryan to come over and watch the show with her because she said that this was one of the most difficult and bloody shows with the most death. And okay. he agreed. Did she say death in the tweet? Mm-hmm. And she agreed. They're big deaths. And, I mean, they were deaths of main characters. But I was expecting maybe... A bloodbath? Yes. <laughs> well, we <laughs> did get, we did get a bloodbath. We did get a bloodbath. But when end. you hear <laughs> a bloodbath... We got a literal bloodbath. Yes. yes. That's yes. how much you think. You think, like, lots of murder and mm-hmm. lots of blood. Yeah. I've been catching yeah, up on... Blood, I've been actually. catching up on Sons oh, yeah. of Anarchy, and it's like every episode... Everybody's dies. a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Every, yeah. There's just bodies everywhere. That's what I was thinking. Right. When yeah. I heard about this episode title. But we didn't get that. No. no. But that's fine. I enjoyed the bath <laughs> of blood that we got. I, yeah, I have... I feel like... Yeah, the end especially. There was so much to talk about. Of course you yeah. enjoyed the bath. You saw Dandy's butt. No, well, but I mean, I'm convinced that was a butt double. <laughs> I'm convinced that was a butt double. Notice how it was shot. You never saw him. You you saw, like, waist down. Right. It so, could have been a butt double. Totally Whatever. Butt That's double. not why I enjoyed it. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was yeah, a okay. plus. Okay. That was a plus, of course, and I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who thought Clearly. that. I mean, I'm not one of them, but I know there are other fans. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Anywho. Um, aside from that, the title being slightly misleading, mm-hmm. um, I thought tonight was a really good episode. Me too. 
action-packed. Yeah. I definitely was on the edge of my seat. And and a lot of things, well, not a lot. There was, t- like, two moments in particular that I thought things were going to happen, and it took, like, a totally different turn. Like, complete mm. 180 for me. Yeah, I feel like there okay. were was, was some more surprises right. tonight. Instead of it just kind of dragging out, like, we got the action that I've been craving. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start with one of the big major surprises. Yeah. So Ethel and Elsa... We see the freaks sort of looking for Mon Petit at the beginning of this episode. And they don't find her body, of course, because as we know as the viewers, her body has been sold to the museum mm-hmm. by... Stanley. Stanley. Um, but they find her dress. Mm-hmm. Which, who pointed that out? Was that you? I did, yeah. Jenny? I was like, oh my gosh, guys, that's why he changed her into a different dress. Because yeah. he had a plan the whole time. Right. And I wonder whose bones he used, because... They said no, there they was. Said a, it, they t- took the bones also. He said, "Oh, oh an animal must have taken her bones and all." Mm-hmm. Oh, because there were no bones found. Oh, yeah. But she's so tiny, you really could th- think I'm still it's sad very about probable. That. Well, I mean, Elsa was beyond sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and was like her. Her Rusty. little well, she said hot it, water bottle. Yeah, her little hot mm-hmm. water bottle. She said such a beautiful thing about her. That's how she was God's light, and he knew that the world couldn't handle her, handle his love in a bigger package. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was such I a know. sweet thing to say about her. It was. You know what I kept thinking when when Elsa was was breaking down and crying, and and obviously we'll talk about this later in the episode, but. I just kept thinking about her relationship with Stanley and if she really knew what Stanley did with Mon Petit and and how things could shift. He would be Hmm. done. Yeah. I like where your head's at. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I don't know. Were you guys thinking that at all? Like, now that I'm saying it, do you have any thoughts? Well, now that you're saying it, I mean, it's clear that Elsa puts so much trust and she's put so much of her life's work into what... Stanley is sort of feeding her yeah. that she's willing to do anything as we see by tonight. Well, actually, I just want to point out that Ethel mentions all that's precious to you is the is the roar of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I think that says it all. And even yeah. with that with that really nice flashback that we had where um, Elsa was singing and then Mon Petit comes in and you could see Elsa sort of dramatically walking off stage, dropping the flower... She did care about Mon Petit. We obviously know that. It was her little baby. But the roar of the crowd is always going to be her number one. Do you think like if she do you think she's gonna find out like what Stanley has done and like be okay with it? And not okay with it, I don't think. But like she could understand why he did it because, you know, he's kind of seeking the same sort of like roar of the crowd in a different way. That's really interesting. I don't think I don't think Elsa has a sympathetic bone in her body, really. No. I don't either, and I don't think, in my opinion, that she's ever going to find out what Stanley. Yeah, I has don't done. think she. I think is she's either. going to. He's going to like sort of slip into the night when least expected. I just I don't have, see him surviving. Go just ahead. had a random thought. Note that like Elsa is a dinosaur. Like she is an artifact. Mm-hmm. Right. Like everyone's telling her the party's over. Mm-hmm. This is over. This whole thing is done. And it's kind of like she belongs in a museum. But I could she see doesn't, her in the museum. She doesn't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to think about what year it is, right? It's 1952 um, in the United States, and this sort of circus freak show environment, sort of at this point in history has sort of 
died down and it is on its way out and mm-hmm. people aren't going to see freak shows so much anymore. They have I mean, television. They have a top diet. They have television mm-hmm. and there's other entertainment to Radio. be had. Right. Radio. They have films okay. that they're going to see. They no longer need a form of entertainment like this. Right. I mean, vaudeville has died down at this point and I mean, the 60s is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're due for All another sexual revolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was also thinking, um, in this episode, another theme that they really talked about, and I think it makes most sense to bring it up now since we're talking about Stanley, protecting your own and banding together as a freak and mm-hmm. Elsa coming out and revealing herself as a quote-on freak and understanding Ethel. Stanley and Esmeralda, Maggie, mm-hmm. are not freaks. So... I wonder where that well, turn. Stanley has his little physical freak. Correct. Right. Okay, so we found out this episode. You know, Esmeralda, she is a normal girl. Yes. Stanley is a normal man. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Elsa will find out what Stanley's motives are, and they will band together to get rid of Stanley and Esmeralda because they are not one of them. Interesting. I don't know. I just, I keep, because they were, I mean, this was another one of those episodes where they really drove home the theme of sticking together and and Mm -hmm. being a family and, you know. I thought it was pretty preachy on the whole. Mm -hmm. I mean, with the whole, like, woman hear me roar speech that was like, we're women, you know, like, (laughs) You know, like, yeah, I just thought it was, there was a lot of those scenes. Like, well, I mean, it's very indicative yeah. of this season as a whole. I mean, yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. It has been a little bit of some sort of agenda being shoved down our throats. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not complaining about, because, you know, I don't necessarily mind it yeah. as a viewer, but... It's we, weird, because I've never noticed it as much as I have this season. I was going to say, American I think it's Story. the most heavy-handed On American Horror Story, correct. On yeah. It is very heavy. And fans, what do you think? Do you yeah. feel like you're being preached at? Do you feel like you see an agenda? And or- it's not necessarily in a bad way. It's no. just something I've noticed. It's just overt. Yeah. It is very overt. And to be honest, I don't even know what the agenda is. Because yeah. there's a couple, there's a few, you know, and there's there's the whole thing with Penny where she's like, I just want to love who I want to love, you know, and like, okay. I want to be freed, you know, to do what I want. Mm-hmm. And that there was that whole part. And then there's the being whole treated like, like second class citizens, right? Being treated like second class citizens, you know. Um, but as a viewer, like, aren't we smart enough? Yeah, that's how I well, feel. Right. Like wa- watching it, I'm like, okay, I I understand what they're going for, and I enjoy. I do enjoy the show. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously, Coven holds a special place in my heart. Me yes. too. But I really do like what they're doing with this season. It's just so much, and it's like respect us as viewers. Yeah, we, it's like we understand, and maybe not drive the point home so hard. Well, it's kind of the show don't tell idea. Yeah. Is it like? I feel like very intelligent television shows doesn't tell. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of telling, and it doesn't mean that this is not an intelligent show, but it does insult my intelligence a little bit. Well, okay, so I'm going to say something that might not be very popular. <laughs> I love when you do this. Uh-huh, do let's it. do it. Okay. YouTube comments, let's get ready. <sighs> get your fingers ready. So, us living in Los Angeles, in a major right. city in this country, right. being in the entertainment industry, we may be smarter than the general public that is watching this show. Or more so to, aware. Or more aware of certain things. So, 
it might be a way for him to, because Coven had such success as a show that perhaps now they're reaching a wider audience, mm. that he wants to sort of drive home a certain agenda, whether it be gay rights or not, but it does seem like it is a gay rights thing. A lot of it, yeah. Um, just like an equal rights thing. Right. Where he needs to sort of hit the nail on the head so that everyone sort of understands it his point. I think that is a great comment. I don't think that's a... Well, I'm basically calling middle America, the middle of the country, stupid. But (laughs) I'm saying everybody. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that, but like, that is sort of how I see it, why he's doing it in such an overt Way. Well, also, I think we have to remember, like, we are critical watchers, Correct. and right. and who knows how many of us there are out there. I know we have wonderful YouTube commenters and iTunes commenters and people that are reaching out to us on a regular basis, you know, really intrigued about the show and sharing their theories. Not everybody watches like we do. Correct. Yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of like, you know, these are our opinions, and everyone's entitled to them, and, yeah. and I... I do think that, David, you make a valid point. Yeah. Um, but we just have to remember that not everyone watches like we do. Right. Yeah. That's true. There is mm-hmm. also that. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but there was very beautiful moments between Ethel and Elsa tonight. Yeah. Despite mm-hmm. the outcome <laughs> of what happened with the knife to the yeah. eye, they really did have a beautiful connection and a friendship and a 14-year sort of like mother-daughter or like sister-sister relationship whatever you want to call it so I have to make I have to make a comment and pose a question to you guys Mm -hmm. when Ethel says um, that it gave me such pain to be around you and you should I shouldn't have felt dread to hang out with my best friend I really identified with that. I did not too. not necessarily like a specific person, but we've all at least at one point in our lives. Could you guys relate to that feeling of someone that you're supposed to be close with, but it makes you sick to be around them? But it's just easier to be friends with yeah, them. Yeah, do you enemies. guys relate? Yeah. I honestly can't. One hundred and fifty percent can. Yeah. Really? And have <laughs> like, been yeah. that's because you are a cold hearted monster. <laughs> No, no, I was going to say it's because of the opposite, actually, is how I viewed it. Like, I don't, like, if I don't want to hang out with somebody... Then you just don't call them. See, the way that I look at it is that, like, you... I don't love, have an agenda with my friends, sorry. I don't either. You love somebody so much and you care for them so much that sometimes it hurts to be around them. And it could be family, it doesn't have it to be friends. It can be family. Mm-hmm. Family can be friends as well. Um, and it can just be someone in your life that is sort of... You care so much for them, and you see the bad things and the and the not nice things that they're doing. That sometimes it just hurts to be around them, but mm-hmm. you stay with them or near them or in contact with them because of your love for them. Mm-hmm. I totally related to. I felt like, and it hurt my heart so much to hear her say. That. I did. It hurt mine too. Really, she felt like she pretty much was saying the biggest pure thing in my life was ma petite and my loyalty to you and I, have neither. and I have neither and that she really some she was her submissive i mean she she said i made you dinner every single night like she sacrificed so much but there was still a lot of pain there yeah. in yeah. their relationship and it it was a beautiful scene i think and also also would not have revealed her disability had she not been shot in the leg. Yeah. No, she never, never would have. But <laughs> you know what? It was to. sort of, I feel like it was a moment that she was gifted by whatever happenstance. And she took advantage of it. Yeah. 
as a true showman, a true entertainer would. The show must go on if she's going to survive whatever's going to happen, because I'm sure she feels what is coming from Mm -hmm. Ethel. And, you know, you don't kick a gift horse in the mouth. (laughs) I really did think that Ethel was going to kill her, though. I did, too. And she tried. I thought she would at least hurt her. Yeah. But, like, we all know that when you have a gun and you let the victim talk you out of using it right away Mm -hmm. from from television. um, Or films. They they get away. Like you're not I mean, if you really want to kill someone, pull the trigger, stop talking. Right. So, <laughs> well you yeah. Well you, she did you pull the trigger. Right she just got surprised by what she hit. True. <laughs> <laughs> then pull it again. Then pull it again immediately. Immediately. Without a conversation. Nice. So you know, it's a little advice for you people out there with your guns. <laughs> Shoot first, ask questions later. But we got to see I'm the flashback kidding. with Massimo. Mm-hmm. We did get to see. Crafted these sexy legs. These beautiful legs for Elsa, which oh. I'm. Okay, what? I'll get to you in a second. <laughs> but I'm questioning, and my entire thoughts around Massimo, who's played by Danny Houston, who played the Axemen last season. Yeah. Um, who, who was her love interest last season. Who may or may not be Jessica Lange's real-life love interest. Ooh. Because remember, she brought him Sexy. to, what was that, the Emmys? Yeah, I think so. He was they like just her mm-hmm. Um But mm. the entire time that he was crafting these legs for her, I kept thinking to myself, I wonder if he crafted two sets of legs, one for flats and one for high heels. <gasps> You were really thinking that? I swear to God I was. Interesting. Because I have I have a couple friends who growing up I had a friend who lost both her legs in a in a horrible boating accident uh-huh. and she had two sets of legs, one for flats, one for heels. I had another friend in college who lost a leg who had the same thing. Well, it was yeah. just like when like Amy Purdy was on Dancing with the Stars, like in I mean, they made all kinds of like different like feet for, for different yeah. shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need to have because what like the lady that, that married um McCartney, that lady. Um, oh God, Heather Paul McCartney's Thomas. wife. Wasn't it Heather? X. Heather something. Heather yeah. something. Anyways, yeah. Heather she had Heather, Heather Mills. Mills. She had tons of sets for yeah. all of her for boots, for yeah. sandals. Mm-hmm. She had everything. So it was yeah. like something that was going through my mind. That's I mean, I have a different experience with you know prostheses and people in my life. Right. But that's why I thought about it. Interesting. And I don't know if you guys. Saw I mean, they might not have been that like technologically. Well, he made them out of wood. Yeah. Like right, but Pinocchio. But they, are her, they were her everything. I mean, you could see when when she was touching her legs in the flashback, she was just looking at them like, yeah, yeah. wow, like, you know, it's... And when she was even on the table, she was just like, I am ugly, I yeah. I will never be anything. And she looked good. Let me just say... That face was snatched. That makeup <laughs> job, that was some tape. It was like... It was amazing. Her mm-hmm. skin, oh my God, it was like Such butter. Amazing. So okay, I have so to... what was about to jump out of your the mouth? The thing that jumped out at, uh, at me is that I'm a classic film fan. Yes. I'm a major Fellini fan. Oh, and yes. it was a real Fellini moment yes. of just the black and white and the glamour and them speaking. I mean, her Italian was better than his. His accent was terrible. His? <laughs> it was. I, it was like nails on a chalkboard to me. I was like, because I, you know, I'm Italian and my father barely speaks English as it is. Sorry, Dad. Um, 
I can't understand the, a word that comes out of that man's mouth. He's been living in this country since he was 13. Anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. well, and but his Italian was terrible. Was awful. It was really bad. But I'm I loved sorry, the, I no, loved the, just the moment between them and the glamour. And it was it was overkill, but I loved it because that's how those films were. Yeah. You know? Like, Super so dramatic. dramatic. Yes. Yeah. It was great. Um, and I'm convinced, I don't know if you guys are thinking the same thing, but Dr. Feinblum that right. Gloria goes to, I'm convinced that Massimo and Feinblum are the same person. Yeah, I was I was wondering what you guys thought about how they never showed mm-hmm. a face. Well, right. that's and it why was just a voice. It was suspect. The voice was 100% him. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, when you could see his hands, for some reason, I couldn't focus in on the voice. Mm-hmm. But there was one point where we just... When Gloria was on the phone with him, mm-hmm. that's when his voice jumped uh, out to me. But and what do you like, think? What do you think the reason behind that was? Making like, them the same person. I'm going to leave it for predictions. Okay. 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 Uh, I mean, well, I don't know if I should leave mine for predictions either. Well, like, write it down because you're going to forget it just like me. Uh, I'm writing mine down right now. Can't we just say it now? I no. have. I think there's well, one. I'll, whatever. Sorry. I'll say mine now. So Fine Bloom, making Fine Bloom and Massimo the same person would allow um, Elsa to sort of have this outside life that no one else really knows about and for them to sort of be in cahoots together with their career paths and having him be like a love her like husband basically and having like financial support for her business as well. Like that he, this is all going on that we don't know about? Yes. I don't know. I Mm. think that when Massimo, I mean, not when um, the the therapist, yes, Fine Bloom, Fine Bloom, when he ended the call to Gloria, he said, "I'm fearful for your life. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's going to investigate, and they'll there they'll there will be a big reveal on who he actually is, and then when their he paths hear. will recross." See, I, don't I know. just don't think that I think that was like done for like effect. I don't feel mm-hmm. like he. I, I'm not going to say he's not going to come into the picture in some way, but I don't feel like it was because he's going to be like super significant to this whole thing. Well, he might also be the person who's giving Elsa her freaks. Well, I just thought something was a little odd about this episode was about how she kept feeding I'm a Wiggles when we'll get there. Mm-hmm. But I thought, I thought you were broke. Like, I thought you were struggling, and this there's more food where that came from. Like, that was something that made me think there might be something else going on. Okay. Where's her money coming from I'm all a, of a sudden? Ima is a trust fund girl, though. So Did it might she be bring Ima's her money? money. Okay. Yeah. There's a reason. Yeah, she just asks for money, yeah. yeah. That's kind of how I mean, I we'll, it. we can get to that, but we'll see. I mean, there is a reason why you would make Fine Bloom and Massimo the same person. There has to be. There has to in be. In Ryan Murphy's world. And in, yeah. in this world, there has to be. And, so, and while we're on the moment, Gloria is talking to Fine Bloom about her distress over Dandy and <sighs> what's going on with him and her fears. And we sort of get to see a little backstory of Dandy. Mm-hmm. And we find out a lot about Gloria tonight also that we didn't know before. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dandy, as a child was raised basically alone, right? He didn't have brothers or sisters, and he didn't interact with children because Gloria and I guess his father were afraid... He was going to hurt somebody. He was going to hurt somebody. I mean, he killed the cat because it was digging up mommy's azaleas. Right. Mm -hmm. And he didn't like the word no. That's what it was. Yeah, I I really liked the the use of the word foreigner in this episode, where Mm -hmm. Gloria said he was like a foreigner his entire life. He, He never knew what the word no meant. 
among and, many other things in his vocabulary. Yes. And in that scene, it looks like he's going to cut off Regina's hair. Or he did cut right. off Regina. He, he so, did cut off yeah. a ponytail. There was a reason that they didn't want him hanging out with other children is because yeah. he was dangerous. And the way she explained no being hearing the word no as a battle cry an affront an affront yeah. to him i mean it was very descriptive mm-hmm. of, of dandy's personality and who he is or and who he's become as and an she adult. said he was a willful child and yes. it, you're right i felt like it was explained so well in that little monologue yeah, and that just it was like five minutes and that he killed his first person when mm-hmm. he was young or Allegedly. Allegedly. He disappeared as first person. Disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> he disappeared as first amazing. person. Disappeared. <laughs> and he asks her, well, what's bringing this on? And she just says, it's a mother's intuition. Yeah. As it flashes to Dandy covered in blood. Oh. Um, bloodbath. Bloodbath. And then, you know, Dandy's doing the, the, blot, the ink blot tests. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> what? He's Dylan? just my favorite. I like, know! He's just so... David like dreams so about him at night. I was gonna say, I was thinking at the very end when he was in the bathtub. Um, I was thinking, talk about like coming into a show and being like a relatively unknown and like completely stealing the show. Agreed. I mean, like, I, I hope that his yeah. career flourishes after this it because has to. Yeah. this kid deserves it. Yeah. Well, you know, he's in that moment where he's talking about the ink blots and he talks to the doctor about how. Um, Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea warriors when they got into a fight, which is something that we've heard before. It's not necessarily just these tribes that when they defeat their, when they defeat their, what are they called? Opponents. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes my brain does not fire as quickly (laughs) as my mouth does. Um, When they defeat their opponents, they, they consume the flesh of the other tribe's biggest warriors and their medicine man to sort of consume their powers and take over their abilities. Um, And then he wonders, he poses the question to the doctor uh, that do you think you have to do that or could you just bathe in their blood? Why doesn't he kill him, do you think? I thought, oh, he's dead. Why doesn't he kill the doctor? Mm -hmm. We can't kill everyone. Well, he's got his own. Well, we don't know. The preview is preview is pretty crazy, but I mean, he just. I don't yeah, know. Well, I, I don't would know. say the answer is that he. It's a power trip. He only kills people that he feels more powerful than, and he so far so far, uh, and it's been mostly women or prostitute mm-hmm. uh, people that he feels that he can control, and I don't think that he can control the doctor yet. That's true. I he think. He doesn't kill the doctor because the doctor doesn't pose a threat necessarily. And so far, the people that he has killed, despite the hooker, <laughs> have the been... The hottest man alive. <laughs> ...have been people who pose a threat to the way that he wants to live his life, including his mother. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. Dora. Yeah. And the kitty cat. Aw. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of despite his twisted it's, ways, it makes sense. Way. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, mean, I don't agree with what he's done, but I can understand. Uh, I had that sort of like Dahmer, you know, oh, for sure. idea when I was just talking about the power, and I was thinking about you know eating body parts and brains and all that, and that. I wonder if that really is a motivation or has been a motivation for some of these documented serial killers of wanting to like consume the, F- the energy of their victim. I'd never really thought about it, but it 
That must be it. I mean, it makes total sense. I mean, I've never heard of any other serial killer describing it that way and sort of saying that they wanted to consume and become more powerful by eating their victims. But it does make sense. sense. What do you think? Jillian's very quiet. Um... I'm good. It's so <laughs> creepy. She's creeped it's You're real, so it's freaked so out. Creepy. I'm good. Um, I won't be googling Jeffrey Dahmer when I get home or do you looking. Do not know who he is. I do know who oh, he is. Like, so I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be looking into it. However, um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of documentaries. I have to be honest. Like, I, you know, where there's Dandy, there was Twisty, and I think I'm just really missing Twisty. Oh, I kind of forgot about Twisty. I actually, miss I didn't Twisty. tell you the truth. I miss Twisty. I, I miss Ma Petite more than Twisty. Oh, I miss Twisty so much. I just felt like he was such a compelling character, mm-hmm. especially without the ability to talk. Mm-hmm. And around town, people that are talking about it, I feel like there's quite a bit of um, nostalgia for Twisty. Well, he's wishing definitely getting he, an he, Emmy nomination. Wishing he lasted a little to. longer, you know? It I was really, over so fast. I liked Dandy and Twisty together. And although I do like Dandy solo... I think it, there's just there was just really something special between those two. I feel like two. you'd be tired of him though Spin if he off. lasted now. Mm. Yeah. And well, now. let me pose this question to you guys. Now that Gloria's out of the way mm-hmm. for Dandy, well, you're not going to move on after that, right? I'm I'm okay, not going to move on, but I'm asking a freaking question. question. Okay. God damn it, Sarah! Sorry. Whoa. Censored. <laughs> um, Go on. I have to censor that. Uh, now that Gloria's out of yes. Dandy's way. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that was sort of his guiding light as to... Um, A moral compass? Correct. And this is what happens when you interrupt me, Sarah. <laughs> I forget my train of thought. So, kind of so like is he going to go off the rails? Right. Yes, completely. Yes. yes. Without a doubt? Yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, Immediately? She was the only... I mean, he was trying to behave for her. He right. didn't really stop doing what he wanted to do, but he tried. Mm-hmm. I think that with her out of the it's way, he doesn't have to try anymore. There's no containment issue. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, if you really think it out and play it out, like, well, if mom goes missing, are there bills to be paid? Like, what mm-hmm. what is going to happen on the day-to-day? Are the cops going to come? Like, he doesn't seem like he's really attached to reality about what's going to happen if she's not there. Who's going to bring the food to the house? There's no door and there's no mom. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to take care of himself. So I can see it devolving in that way. And very quickly. Very quickly. But he doesn't have anybody to take care of him now. Hmm. For better or worse. For better or yeah. for worse. Now, what did you have to bring up? Tell us, Sarah. Okay. I, I don't know if it's just because, like, I... What? Oh, I was Sorry. like, who's that? Oh, it sounded like it was David. Um, I don't... Okay, I, I'm not going to justify it. I'm just going to say what I thought. So, did anybody else think that that scene when she was talking about loving every part of him, Gloria, and she was like, I thought it was going major mother-son loving situation. I mean, she it got dangerously close for it me. It didn't cross my mind for one second. It didn't? Nope. It I did. know it did with Oriana. Yes. Because we were like, oh my... I was like, oh my God. And when she started rubbing him, I was like... Oh my god, it's happening. They're going to start French kissing. Like I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> well, like, I'm okay. dying. Now, and I can't they're already re- they're like already weirdly, I mean, well, but I thought she at that it, then the conversation and I mean, I have to say it was done very well because as soon as like, you know, they she got up, I was like, "Oh my god, like am I just like a weirdo?" Like or was yes. that happening? And no, I'm going to explain why. Okay, so and I will get back to it, I promise. Um, in within that whole conversation and, and why 
it was it went to where you thought it was going. Dandy reveals the most interesting thing about Gloria, yes, which is that her father um, lost his right. fortune in the 1929 stock crash, right. mm-hmm. um, and she would have done anything to get back into a wealthy home, including marrying her second cousin, which right. I think it's not so bad because you're not blood related. I, I you still are blood related. What are you talking second about? Second cousin? No, you're not. You're so blood related, you're but you're just not related. first cousin. It's once removed. It's like you know. It's like yeah. it's yeah. still blood related, but <laughs> it's blood related. You she freak. knew what he did to those little girls, right? And we don't yeah. know what. And that we is. don't know what that is. What, what do you guys think? I'm thinking touched them. That's what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking touched too. I don't. I mean, that's what it sounds like. It could like. be more than just killed? touch. It could be killed. But what it shows, what it tells us, no, is that Gloria has been touch. complicit in criminal activity for a really right. long time. Like she has made these decisions, and she's she made the decision that got her killed. Well, yeah. essentially. So, I want to ask you guys whether or not, if you were in put into the same situation, what would you do if you're put into the position where? You can have anything you want, and you can do whatever you want because money is no question. Be destitute or marry a pedophile. Hold on, (laughs) I'm getting there. I mean, she came home with like eight Hermes boxes and six Tiffany's boxes, and she. It's 1952. I mean, that's still a lot of money, and she's willing to spend twenty thousand dollars to buy these twins. I mean, money's no option. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want, but. Your husband's a pedophile, and your child turns out to be a sociopath. That's the deal with the devil. That's the yeah. deal you make when you sell. Right. That's what I'm saying. To me, no, never, ever. Would, no, you would never Absolutely turn not. a blind eye? Never. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be alone. Me too. <laughs> rather, David is totally the opposite, by the way. I'd rather be destitute. I mean, you'd go for it. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like oh I totally God. do it. I'd Guys, <laughs> if you're listening right now, he just gave me dandy eyes. They were, like, really freaky. Creepy. Yeah, they're really creepy. David would do it. Really? I feel like I would totally oh. But a pedophile? You, you know, would allow at a that? a certain point when... <laughs> oh, we're not friends anymore. When the marriage license is signed... A girl's gotta do it. A girl's gotta do it. Girl's gotta do what a girl's gotta do. And you sign that marriage license, not a prenup, and you turn that mother in, and you ride the cash cow home. Ew. Well, I think she made her bed. You know what I mean? Yeah, she did make her, her bed. Because the thing is, you can't. Shot those kind of choices night. always. Like, karma's a bitch. It'll come back one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I agree. Yeah, I would never in a million years. Okay. And that devil theme. Deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. Devil on Elsa's bag. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. They've all made a deal with they the devil. They all have made a and deal with the And that was something I wanted to mention was that Ethel says in the beginning, no one's innocent anymore. Elsa keeps talking about the innocence and how these people are innocent. And Ethel's like, mm-mm. Well, Regina's back and she's questioning everybody's innocence. Yeah. Actually... Now that we're bringing this up, Mm -hmm. I think the only person that is innocent is Pepper and Pepper's brother. Brother? Is it brother or? Yeah, brother. Yeah. We're brothers. Um, I think that they're one of the only freaks that are actually innocent because a lot of them participated in questionable activity this episode. Didn't Pepper. But did she participate in the cop hacking in the beginning? No. No? Okay. No, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember no, either. Probably not. Probably not. Sans tweet me. I don't know. Yeah. But, I, but it, was, it was just making me think, because after you guys brought that up, I'm like, oh, and then I remember looking forward that Pepper is going to have a larger storyline 
p- probably in the last three episodes. To when, bring us into asylum. Right, yeah. when we find out how she got into Briarcliff. So I'm thinking, like, is she going to... It, are the innocent going to be the only ones that are actually punished? Or maybe she snaps. Or maybe the innocents are the only ones who, who are left over after, yeah. like, a after big dandies. dandy bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Real bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, Regina's back questioning everybody's innocence, and... I really, to be honest, could care less. Me too. Me too. I feel like it was just... I mean, I love Gabrielle Sotobay. Amazing. But I, I just... I, it's just not necessary. She's not going to make it next week. Like, she's going to bite the dust. No question. And in I've my got opinion, money on like, why even bother like, well, right. her back? They should have just left Dora... I guess just to create. I mean, well, they needed you know some place to have her. She's. I they mean, what just she had her play Dora. But it's a placeholder but, role. I totally agree. Yeah. It's just it's kind of a filler, and she's it's just Gabby being Gabby, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. I'd love to see her have a little bit more range. Yeah, I loved her in Coven. Like, loved her in Coven. She was her. Yeah, she was great. Well, she's also going to be in an, on a new Fox series, I believe. I think it's called Empire. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's the musical. With, it's with Taraji um, B. Henson. Yeah, Taraji yeah. B. Henson. So, I, I mean, she is a larger part of that show, and I think that that's a big reason why she was unable to be on set for this show. Mm, right. Um, but okay. again, I feel like there is always a purpose to his characters, mm-hmm. especially when they're bringing somebody back that had a, a larger role in the previous season. So but everyone can't be, you know, like, I mean, I, I'm about- still expecting something like I'm expecting more than just her dying. I'm expecting I would hope that maybe she would get some sort of vengeance against Dandy before she goes just mm. because he tortured her as a as a child. And, you know, they have a deeper history than we're all aware of. And I, I do hope that we learn a little bit more about their history, because right now we only know that he taunted her. Right. Yeah. So well, speaking I really don't of feel like we're gonna get that. torture, yeah. <laughs> Grace and the girls. Hell yes, <laughs> I am woman. Hear me roar. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I, I loved have, it. I, I just, thought it was great, but I had a very like first wives club moment in my head. Yeah, I mean, I loved it. Don't I just, tell that me whole what to do. before they actually did what they did. That whole speech, I was like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Well, speech. it's what Angela Bassett does. The one yeah. funeral. And throwing the dirt on the grave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are in it to win it. It It was a little like... Okay. But I would have loved, you know what I would have loved? A montage like this. <laughs> oh my god. Like an 80s film? That's amazing. That, that would have been amazing. Been, well, like them getting ready in their closet. Oh yes. my god. Putting Girls just want to have fun. Black like eyeliner. Creepy, oh my god. A creepy version of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yes. Totally. That actually would have been a really interesting. Amazing. Day. Freaky the version. I'm still holding out. We got a couple of Painting the nails. We'll be yeah. here all night. They should really pay us. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, they really there. should pay us. That would have been really fun. I mean, if you kind of, you could probably montage those scenes together. And put girls just want to have fun. Somebody do that for us, please. That'd be amazing. Okay. Um, Anyway, but I did love it. I thought it was cute that they were all like. Well, Penny Penny was so alone. You know, like she's been violated by her father. I can't figure out why her hair won't grow back in that one spot. I think it hasn't been long enough. You would have stubble. Why don't you notice like the weirdest? When you shaved your legs. Darling, it was only a day. Remember, yeah. Mon Petit died. <laughs> really? I would love to see that. Yes, oh, it wow. happens. When you shave, it happens. But I think it really has That's only gross. been a day. Like, yeah. it's not enough 
to have any real growth. <laughs> no five o'clock shadow yet. No, no. not yet. Okay. I mean, whatever. That's what I was looking yeah. for. I mean, Sorry. I totally. When we were at the funeral, to be honest, I didn't even notice we were her. At the funeral. I did right away. I was like, oh, no. feel bad. For, oh, yeah. Didn't even notice her. You know what I did notice before we move on about Penny? I just I needed to point this out because it bothered the hell out of me. Yeah. Paul is okay now? I know. What? He was like standing, smiling. <laughs> I was like, wait, he was on his deathbed last episode. <laughs> right. I what about that happened? I feel like he was like on the mend though. Like they said he was going to make it. Like you knew. So I don't I know. I did not like, know wow, he was going to make it. He's like 100%. Like let's do this. <laughs> he's like standing up straight, like in a suit. Totally. Uh, I see. I, the thing about the secondary <laughs> characters to me is that I always forget about them, right? Yeah, and like I their storylines, like I don't yeah. even re- remember what happened to Paul. Me neither, actually. What happened to him? He was he was always in denial because he had a beautiful face and a messed up body. No, I know right. about his oh. tattoos. Why was he on his deathbed again? Yeah, like what happened? Because Elsa, Elsa put a knife in his stomach. Oh, a knife. Right. right. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. See, it's been I a few weeks. God, it's, it's been, been a few, few weeks. weeks. And like, when you... When there's so many people, too. There are a lot of people and yeah. when you have a show like this and you're focusing on so many storylines all at once, these smaller storylines, you know, I forget about them. Small but important, David. Small, Small but, but important. So what do we think about Maggie slash Esmeralda coming in while the girls are having their fun with Penny's dad and like giving the moral speech? Kind of unexpected. Kind of stupid. Annoying. She yeah. pisses me off because she knows exactly what's going on with Stanley, yet she does nothing to stop him. Right. And that's, it's like, why are you going to show this? You're going to be this knight of morality now when someone has already gone and you knew the entire time that it was happening. Well, I mean, Agreed. and the one thing that we sort of glossed over is that um, that rubber head made another appearance tonight. Yes. Um, actually, and shout out to John. Shout out to John. Um, John mentioned that they got just what we said in the episode. They yes. got to use that prosthetic head twice. We have to ask, we have to ask Aaron and Mike. Hopefully, when they come back, if they yeah. did get to, if it was the same, if head. they had to beard That's it, true. Yeah. If they had to beard it. Oh my gosh, head. they probably would have yeah. to do that. That's amazing. That's amazing. Really fun, but you know, it's sort of unexpected of of Maggie Esmeralda, um, knowing what we know about her and what she knows about what's going on and where Montpetit is because she definitely knows. And yeah, I have to and say where that head is going. It was a little preachy of um, preachy. I'm kind of sick of her. Angela Bassett. What's her name again? Sorry. Um, Can't remember. Three titty? Yes. Desiree. Desiree was saying, like, girl, it was a little, you know, much, but I thought it was right on. Like, girl, you don't know what it's like. Like, you can stand over there all perfect and pristine. Pretty white girl. Yeah, but you're all perfect and pristine and have really no disadvantages compared to everybody else. But it's like, what's her name? Penny just, I mean, yes, now she is one of them, but she was the same as well. Like, before, she was dressed like a pretty white girl. Like, Mm -hmm. But she wasn't because she didn't identify that way. She identified with the freaks, and that's why she left. Mm -hmm. And it just seems like... Maggie's coming in like what's her deal Esmeralda what's her deal that's causing her to come in and warn everyone about doing something they might regret like she's speaking from personal experience right Right. but at the same time she doesn't have the right to really say that like if you don't want to torture and kill Penny's dad why can't they she's already complicit to other murders I'm surprised that that stopped them honestly like I knew like I I was just like well so like I I wish it hadn't right like at least he should have lost his willy I think Ah. yeah Yeah. right definitely you can survive that Mm -hmm. you can yeah Um, people have bob it 
Bob Bob did, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But he, <laughs> it's, you know, it's sort of one of those things where you, um, it's easier to hurt somebody physically mm-hmm. than it is to let them go on and live with the emotional pain. And I feel like that's sort of the argument that she's making. If you kill him, you're going to be no better than he is. Right. right. And he'll have the scars for the rest of his life. Right. So it'll be a constant the, reminder of what he did. He'll have physical scars yeah. as well now from the talk. Well, oh, right. Right. well yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. And he'll have emotional scars mm-hmm. going yeah. forward. But, you know, they taught him a lesson. I think it was a little extreme. I don't. I don't think it was extreme for what he did. <sighs> He tattooed it's sort her of face like, and forked her tongue. An eye for an eye, though. Is that okay? Right. I guess. I mean, that's uh, the cruelty of the worst kind. I feel like that person should be right off this planet. But do they deserve to die for it? Is the thing like, if every murderer who's in prison got the death penalty, like, are we any better than they Not are? Not necessarily, but I still think that like. I don't know. I could relate to wanting to do that. I can too, but I'm not saying that you should do it. No, I'm not saying you should do it, but I was disappointed <laughs> that it didn't happen. We found out a lot about um, Oriana and yeah. David. This I know. I, I mean, child molesters and murderers scared. and torturers should be, in my opinion, <laughs> take them out back and finish it. I, but then there's like so many people that have been like wrongly accused of crimes. So. I know, but that, we're not talking about that. We're talking about I actual know. criminals. Right. <laughs> How do you know if they're an actual criminal, though? Well, these people on are our actual. Show. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, not in the real world. Well, I know, but, but you guys were bringing. No, I know, I know. You know, it, it's gr- it's in my mind, it's all gray territory. It's true. It's I thought true. it was interesting. Situational. That, I feel yes. like. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting that that, like you said, that. Maggie Esmeralda saying this actually stopped Penny. Like, right. clearly, it wasn't something she really wanted to do, or she would have done it anyways. Right, and it stopped all of them. But don't you think that I mean, now that she's... I mean, she tells Jimmy tonight that she's in love with him, and she thought and he was like, a different man. And, and I'm sad to see that he's sort of downward spiraling. And Well, he lost his mom. I, I thought... I, He's not supposed to be okay, like, right no, away. No, I, I know. But it's just, it's sad to see because we know that that was the path that his mom took when all of the, you know, when the dad left and she was a heavy drinker and it was always an issue and that's why she had the liver problems. Mm-hmm. But, like, unfortunately, I hate to, like, say this, but, like, that happens a lot of times. Like, mm-hmm. when you, like, you just yeah. follow your parents' path or whatever path people you know, say that, like, you're always going to be, like, this person, and you might not want to, but it's, like, in your, like, soul. I don't know. I think I was surprised that Esmeralda, like, really tried to rally the troops and 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 rile him up and get him excited. It's me wonder what her motivation is. Well, she just wants to get away from Stanley, I think. think But she loves Jimmy. Does Does she? I'm not convinced. I, I think she wants to take it out of, yeah. of her criminal yeah. life. She clearly has a conscience because she just spilled it on all the girls mm-hmm. that she doesn't feel good about what she's doing. Well, do you think that she thinks that she can only survive under the care of a man and so that's why she's latched on to yes. Jimmy? Yes. Especially for the time. Yeah. I mean, that is how totally it is. is. Yeah. Mm. A man is the head of the family and you stay home as a woman. That was essentially... Well, you know who's not staying home anymore? Who? Barbara. 
Barbara. Oh. <laughs> I'm a Wiggles. I'm a Wiggles. She escaped I'm a Wiggles. from Fat Camp. She escaped from Fat Camp, and she escaped <laughs> from Park Avenue, so good for her. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens to her in we the future. We will see what happens to her in the future. I'm kind of sad that they've introduced a new character so I know. late in the I'm season. I know. I'm like, I can't handle but it. But I feel like she's going to be a fun gal to have around. Yeah. Well, you know, Elsa, she's heartless. You know, Jimmy, the show must go on. Mm-hmm. So here's the newest addition since we lost your mom. This is what she would want. Like, baloney. Heartless. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, thank you. You don't think that had Ethel and Elsa gone on, got gotten off on, or ended in, <laughs> I don't know how to say it properly, ended on better terms, like, had Elsa not killed Ethel, and Ethel not wanted to have killed Elsa, mm-hmm. don't you think she would have wanted the show to go on? If she had died of her liver disease? Maybe. Yes, but what we found out tonight, she doesn't believe in Elsa anymore. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the show to go on yeah. without Elsa, mm-hmm. but not with her. I don't know if she'd want the show to go on. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know so. Either. I don't feel like she was as passionate. Yeah, she wasn't. That wasn't her agenda. You know. I feel like she could have gone and just like lived on a farm somewhere or something. Yeah, probably been fine mm-hmm. and had a little distillery. Well, yeah. then she should well, have. Really. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Now you did. <laughs> But that was pretty much the episode. That was yeah. pretty much our episode. Um, let's shout out our fan freak of the week. Or fan freaks mm. of the week. Well, I wanted to shout out week. a couple I of fans that talk. had some great uh, YouTube comments. Talk to me. Uh, Dean mm-hmm. Bowden. Mm-hmm. I really like what he said about, so saying that Dandy looks like the devil made my spidey senses tingle with the theory Ooh. about American Horror Story really being an adaptation of Dante's Inferno and that possibly each season is a different ring. So would this be hell? He says, could Dandy be an incarnation of the devil in this way? I just, I, we've talked about this, but I love the really, like, hit the nail on the head for me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I could totally see it. Yeah. 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 I like that, too. Who else? Uh, I have one more. If it, Oh, Salvador Lara. Shout out. I love this comment. He says, I think this season, the freaks are the most normal, and vice versa. Dandy, Dale, Penny's dad, they don't have any physical deformities, but they're the most twisted. Mm. I love that. Thank you, Salvador. Um, quick shout out to at Bad Gal Ray Ray. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, so sorry, but... Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> Um, we appreciate your tweets. We yeah. do appreciate your Oh my god, I'm just tweets. seeing some of them. They're really funny. They're Carl. Really good. Hi, Carl Myers. Uh, Hi, he Carl. just he just tweeted and said that Ethel wanted the curtains to fall. Yeah. So yeah, she was really out. She was on her way out. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah which is sad. It is sad. The family, but everyone's been saying the party's over. Yeah. The party is over. It is time to move on. So on to news and gossip. Does anyone have so, any? After Buzz I TV do. News. Oh, you do. Tell us. So it's, it might be old news okay. um, because I just got the November issue of Elle magazine in my <laughs> mailbox and it's December. But they had oh, yeah. a Women in Hollywood uh, edition and they featured a bunch of w- women and Jessica Lang was one of them. There's a great mm-hmm. article on her just asking her different questions about did she ever have to stand up for herself to a director? And she said, yes, I really got a reputation for that. Um, and she also, I mean, she talks about a ton of things, but also about how there was a whole decade of her career that was pretty much miserable because all she was playing were these really lackluster supporting roles Mm. in films and how she's experiencing this renaissance now and that she has never said no to Ryan Murphy and she's just like thrilled at everything he throws at her and she's 
to her, the, the worst thing in the world is to be bored. And she had a whole decade of boredom in her career. And now she's in a, in a better place. So I didn't find the link to tweet it, but it's the November issue of Elle magazine, Women in Hollywood. Jessica Lang has some video clips on their website as well. So I'm sure you guys can oh. go out there and find yeah. mm-hmm. Anyone have anything else? No. I just want to predict. Okay, yeah. let's jump into prediction. <laughs> And now, you're after Buzz. Get it going, girl. It's my prediction. Next. <laughs> okay, so in the preview, I can't stop it. Um, <laughs> in the preview, looks like Dandy goes on a killing spree at the Tupperware lady's house. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I'm calling her because that's what we're going to last <laughs> the her. Yeah, the host is with the mostest. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then he strings up some c- carcass, which we have... So a any good like prediction. Okay, so let's go down the line, Sarah. I mean, I just do you want me to like anything ruin you it want for everybody? Well, no. Well, we're okay. predicting. We're so doing predictions. They can turn it off right now. I feel like well, no, I don't know any spoilers. Okay, I just but we all kind of like came to a general consensus of what we thought or who we thought that or the two people we thought that that the blonde head. Okay, so the just blonde head was. talk say about it. it. You can say it. Um. Well, basically, my prediction was that everybody, I mean, not everybody dies, but I, I wrote that down because basically, <laughs> that's episode what nine, it looks like. everyone dies. Um, what's it called? Um, Gabrielle Sidibe biting the dust for sure. I don't think she has a purpose. Sorry. So you don't think we're um, seeing her in episode 10? No. Nope. You think next week she's dead? Okay. Yeah, next week she's dead. Um, I think, uh, yeah, all, clearly all the housewives are dead. Um, the twins are dead. Okay. And um, who else? Both of them? Yes. Okay. Um, you think he's going to cut off one of the heads? Yes. Yes. You do? <laughs> Julian, I mean, can I continue? Go, go, but continue. he can't He can't remove one without, like, they both have to be dead. Both he's not that. like a surgeon. Well, um, as we saw in the preview, there was an operating table, and Bet was crying and saying, I will give up my life for you, sister. So I think that... Dandy is going to get the headpiece as a parting gift, if you will. His his one true love he finally gets, and he strings her together with his mother's body because she doesn't have a body. He just has a head. So I think that he is going to have a nice little puppet Sexy. to play with. Gross. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and I'm done. Bam. <laughs> um, I don't really have much in the way of predictions, except I really like Jillian's thought process on Stanley and Elsa finding out about Stanley. I really, I hadn't thought of it before, but now that I think about, like, that would be a great murder scene (laughs) to see Stanley go at the hands of Elsa, who is enraged at finding out, you know, that she's been betrayed, which is the biggest deal to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm really interested just to see how this story unfolds. I feel like we're getting to the good stuff now. We are getting to the good stuff. We're also getting to the end, sadly. Um, I I agree with you about Stanley. I think he's just going to slip off into the night. I don't think we're getting any big redemption moment. I don't think we are either, sadly. Um, But I sort of gave out all my predictions throughout the episode, so I don't really have any more left. Um, So where can everybody find you guys throughout the week? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Miss Oriana Leo or Instagram Oriana Leo. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, please. YouTube.com forward slash the Oriana Leo. I have a little show called Running Errands in Hollywood. So subscribe to that and subscribe to our show. <laughs> please do. Thank you so much. Thank you. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Left. You can find me on Facebook at Jillian Left Official. 
And I can't wait for next week, guys. You know, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm at Sarah on the go, Sarah with an H on Twitter, and at SarahBear627 on Instagram. I you need can, to just make them my. You need to make them the same. same. <laughs> you can find I me tried, on Twitter and Instagram at You Can Call Me Skiff. So, from everyone here at the AfterBuzz TV family, we're so happy to be back, and we will see you all next week. Bye, Oof. bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.